Hey, this is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh, now part of the Digitant Network. How's it going, guys? Hope your week is going wonderfully. Uh, yeah, we are, we are in the uh, swing of fall. You know, all the good stuff approaching us, including hopefully some milder weather. Hope you're having a great week. This is our weekly roundup. My alarm was going off for an hour and I apparently didn't hear it. So I woke up like a couple minutes before nine and I was supposed to wake up eight. Yeah, listen, you know what? I'm so a morning person and you're so a night person. Yeah, I know. Like I've I been know. up five, five, six, <laughs> seven Which hours. would be helpful if we lived on the opposite coast from each other, but we don't. So it's already noon for Kelly. That's hysterical. That's so funny. Yeah. Like Kelly's already had like 18 hours of a day. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I woke up late. So Kel, uh, the last couple weekly roundups, we have, you know, talked about specific topics, but we haven't really done the check-in with you and I. So I have a couple things to report. Okay. I got, uh, a call from my OBGYN, my hormone tests are back in, and they are, in fact, abnormal. They are. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy about it because it validates the things that I'm already feeling in my body. Is right? It like um, hormonal, like perimenopause, or is this just... Yeah, so I'm in peri... I'm, like, in the range of perimenopause. Yeah. And, you know, when my doctor said to me, oh, don't worry, you know, you're just getting older, that's all it is. I'm like, yeah, that's my point. This is real. This stuff is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing is for me, I am happy for it to show what I'm feeling because that means we can do something about it. Because like both of my, both of my doctors, both my primary care doctors are women in their late fifties, sixties. And this is my theory, Kelly. My theory is that they are in the generation and so am I so are we, we're in the generation of women should just suck it up and, and die gracefully. You think we're in that category too? I, I think Gen X and they're, they're like young boomers. I just cut the book Outlive. No, no, no. I'm not saying fighting aging. I'm saying oh. they're the generation of like, oh, you get menopause and you just like, you don't do anything about it. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm there. I think I messaged Janae after our last thing. And <laughs> Jan, I have an appointment on October 26th because, and listen, I, I want to go back to your appointment, but so we, t I don't know if we talked about this when we were talking to Janae, uh, episode with Janae is, is upcoming Easter egg for all of you that Janae, an episode with Janae is coming, but I have had this like skin itching thing. Did we talk about this on there? Are you having eczema? No. So listen, my skin has been itching and I am a, don't go to the doctor, suck it up. There's probably something random going on. I thought it was like around when I'm stressed out, it would itch worse. And then I saw someone in their stories that is a Hugh and Grace person talking about how their skin has been itching. They're waking up at night. They're all their skin itches. They're using all these different lotions. They went and got whatever. And that they did the research, it's perimenopause. It's one of the things that Symptoms. can happen during perimenopause because your skin, your temperature is going up. And so there's less moisture in your skin. Maybe that's why you're always in a tank top now and it's already September. Every single time I've seen you. <laughs> I'm not having hot flashes, but my skin itches all the time. 
anyway, so she's going to the doctor and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what it is. And then I started researching it, which I've never been a researcher because I'm like, listen, you can take yourself into a black hole and like, I don't like medical stuff, but it says like no hot showers, no saunas, no um, hot tubs. I get in the sauna like twice a day if I can normally. So oh, no. I have cut the sauna out. I am putting lotion on it constantly because it, it says it's like your moisture is coming out of your skin. And I made an appointment with Janae. Okay, maybe you need to get your homework panel. Look, Kelly. We're getting cold. So, okay. <laughs> we are in, we are in the generation of, I'm not saying, I'm not saying we don't, we want to age. I'm saying that like, in past generations, you didn't do anything medically when you f- saw these signs. You just like dealt with it. Yeah. But there's hormone replacement therapy now. They can balance your hormones with with either homeopathic medicate, home, you know, homeopathic if you want to see a fun- functional medicine doctor, or you can start taking like you know, there's there's like ads every single day for men taking t- testosterone. Yeah, you know what's interesting, and and this is why I made a uh, appointment with Janae. Dr. Davis. Yes. <laughs> because I do have, which who doesn't have cancer like in their family, but I have cancer in my family and I have, you know, um, multiple different kinds of cancer. And so I've always heard that estrogen, taking estrogen can lead to a higher um, rate of breast cancer. And mm, I've okay. always thought that, like, that's what I've always thought. Then I listened to this podcast, which is by the same person that I just got this book, um, Peter Atreus, and the book is called Outlive, and it's saying there's four dark horsemen that kill you, heart disease, uh, diabetes or metabolic, um, neuro, like Alzheimer's, et cetera, and cancer. I think those. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one of the things he talked about in this podcast is that when they did these studies around estrogen, how the the numbers were completely flawed. And as soon as they saw a higher thing of breast cancer, they stopped the study and they have always, but they always reference that study. I'm not saying the details correctly, but saying. No, I understand what you're saying. You're saying the study is not exactly 100%. And that those people that got breast cancer during the study probably would have gotten breast cancer regardless of the fact that they were taking estrogen or not taking estrogen. And so I want to see what Dr. Davis thinks about this, but I'm all about, give me all the shit. Give me all the things. Oh yeah. I mean, whether it, now that I'm like going down the rabbit hole and I researched it at least once, you get all the ads, right? Yes. Like I'm getting like these like supplement ads for like Meno belly and like mammoth, like happy mammoth, like menopause, like supplements. So there's other ways besides taking, you know, estradil, I think. And so, what are your main things that you feel like you're feeling? Okay, so, so here's the other thing about feeling gaslit at the doctor's office by my female doctors. <laughs> okay. I know that I am more fit than the general population. Yeah. So are you. Yeah, I know that. But when people look at me, they devalue what I'm saying because they look at me and they think that like I'm just being like what what is the word yeah, when you're just you're like you're feeling like you're not at your 
what you normally are for all the things you're doing and all the things. And they're like, you're completely yeah. fine. You Yeah, because they look at me and compared to the regular population, like I don't have a belly. When I gain weight ever in my life, it ga- I gain it my face, my butt, my thighs, my belly. Always. It goes all those places, sometimes into my boobs, but just that's like the last place. Mine are just my thighs and my butt. <laughs> Mostly my thighs. So if I was just gaining weight right now, it would be, I would see it in my butt for sure. Always. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm seeing it only in one place on my body. It's where I had my baby. And so when I say this to my doctor, I'm four, I'm almost four years postpartum. She's like, you just had a baby. I'm like, I am having more belly fat than I think I'm supposed to. She's like, you just had a baby. I was like, no, that's not true. I had a baby four years ago. Yeah. And I do a million, bazillion inversions in the air. Yeah. And like half pull-ups every single day. Like if, if someone else worked out as much as me, they'd have a six pack by now. Yeah. When I look at you and it's probably partially because I've tried, I tried this, came to an aerial class. I'm just like fascinated. I am so fascinated that you can like pull <laughs> yourself up. I mean, you're tinier than me as well, but like, yeah, you should be ripped. Yes. And I'm okay with not being ripped because that is my chemistry. Like, you know, before the baby and I was doing all this stuff, I was never one to have space between my, my, my abs. Like, it's just flat, which I was happy with. You know, like, I don't look buff. I'm fine with it. That's just my body. But so I'm telling both of my doctors this. Yeah. And they're just completely ignoring me and telling me it's because I'm like, I'm more fatigued than I should be. And they're like, you have a toddler. I was like, yeah, but she sleeps through the night now. Like, I know my body and I loathe when people tell me that I don't know what I'm feeling because I've, you know, Kelly, we're in a movement practice. We, we, we know when there's a change. Yeah. Listen, I was thinking because I, I can blow everything off because of how I am about, you know, doctors and medicine and whatever. Um, and so I was blowing this off, even though it's been itching for like, two months. I'm just itching my skin all the time. And I just like pretend it's not happening. No, but you notice it's not like you don't notice. Right. But I also (laughs) am super tired in the sense that I literally could go to bed. Now, listen, I wake up super early too, but I could go to bed at eight o'clock every night. I could go to bed at seven 30. I literally could go to bed. And I always talk about how, and I was kind of putting it in the space of like Jeff's home in the summer. Jeff is like the energizer bunny. I'm tired because I'm trying to keep up with him. And I have a million things in my life, right? Like I do 10 million things. Um, And so I'm like, I'm freaking tired and sluggish because of that. But I literally, I I didn't have kids this weekend. And I, I could have made plans with friends. I could have done anything. And I was, you slept so excited to just like be in my PJs and watch Netflix and fall asleep if I wanted and wake back up. And I I mean, I couldn't have dreamed of anything better. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, that could be a lot of things, but yes, I mean, there's a really good chance that you're doing exactly what I'm doing and things are shifting. It's like a 10 year process. I know it's It's a a 10 year process. It's a long time. Two to 10 year process. I read this. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just like, I'm very like, I know how you're feeling, but for me, for me, I'm like, okay, it's very clear that I am 
numerically in that place give me the drugs that's my thing like yeah, me too give me give me the balance whatever i have a i have like a hormone imbalance in my head for uh anxiety and that's been there forever give me something to balance it please if i have a hormone balance well the other thing i wanted to know from my doctors i'm i was like okay look if i'm wrong and i'm just a a toddler mom and eating like crap and like gaining weight and not noticing I'm not talking about little amounts of weight. I'm talking about like, you know, like a hormone shift of weight. It's like a hormonal weight. If I'm wrong, then the next thing I'm going to do is get a thyroid panel because I know there's something up. Yeah. And just give me the damn panel. So here's my new strategy for going to my doctors. And yours is different because Janae is a one of a kind. And there's no fucking crazy amount of luck that it's our hometown, by the way. I know. Because I can literally go in and say whatever I can talk about. I can talk about all the things and she'll just be like, okay, girl, let's whatever. Like she would, I, I mean, it's one of the reasons when I, that I love her. I remember when. I, I mean, I would die for a doctor like that in my life. Yeah. I mean, she is in my life, which is actually great. So even though she's not treating me. Yeah. By the way. I have been spotting for seven weeks or something. Yeah, that for my IUD. That's a nightmare. I mean, it's like just it's fine. And then every time we have sex, it seems to like lengthen it out, like lengthen the spotting. Yeah. You know what? So that, don't you think that that's partially what Janae was talking about? Yeah, like the vaginal estrogen. I'm going to have to, see, this is, if I didn't have Janae, the podcast and Janae, I wouldn't, I'm going to have to ask about vaginal estrogen because basically what she was saying is that you're having micro, micro tearing in the vaginal canal 100%, because of sex. 100%. And then the blood is like fresh and then I continue to spot. So maybe it's not my IUD. No, maybe it's your IUD. It's, it's. It's the SEX. Yeah. But listen, I'm glad you're having sex. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So basically we figured it out because Bean is still in the bed with us. Yeah. So we just sneak it. We sneak into the other room in the middle of the night. Yeah. We're like teenagers. I know. (laughs) I know. Listen, that makes me happy for you. You're you're in the thick of it still from like a momming perspective. So throw perimenopause on top of that and like we're just swinging at (laughs) the great so much fun but the great thing is i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna be like look look blunt korean doctor yeah i would like to talk about estrogen i would like to talk about vaginal estrogen give me all the things because i am not going silently into that dark night for the next 50 years no thank you (laughs) we're not uh uh-uh sorry Sorry. Okay, my other rant is preschool. Okay. Uh, I would love to put being in preschool soon. And in the U.S., preschool is not free and like I kindergarten is. And, yes, and, it's a million dollars. And, and gymnastics. And yeah, and she wants to go to gymnastics, which is also... And ballet. And ballet. <laughs> yeah, she wants to do all these things. And we're going to do all these things. Um, but I was doing the research, Kelly, what do these prices compare to, compare to Ohio? So, um, the lowest price and I'm talking about part-time two days a week. 
So total four hours. I'm sorry, eight hours a week. Yeah. The lowest I found was like $780 a Insane. month. Insane. Well, it's because it's not much less than full-time because they, they technically, they're trying to make you go full-time. They want you to go full-time. Yeah. So it's not much less. So the bottom, and, and this is just the websites that I found that advertise the rates because the other ones you have to call. So I was like, well, let me just look at the ones that just give me the answer right away before I start calling around. Um, and then the higher end is 1500 and that's for eight hours. Let's divide that, Kelly. That's insane. What is $1,500 divided by eight hours? That is crazy. So, so even if you take the lower rate, which is around $800, you're paying $100 an hour. Yeah. I Babysitting, daycare, like if I were to hire a private, like a, a friend to babysit, I would pay them $25 an hour. Yeah. I don't know how much it is because I, my youngest is 12. <laughs> But I know I would never have been able to afford that. So I know that is not what I was spending. I mean, what what the holy hell? Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. That was a racket. Because you think I had to pay for two kids in daycare. I bet it was four hundred dollars a week for both of them. Three fifty. I bet it was three fifty. Wait, a a week or a month? Oh, a week full time maybe. Okay, a week full-time, though. But Yeah, let me look, though. But daycare is should be more expensive than preschool because and kindergarten because daycare, they're taking care of the, you know, they're doing diapers, they're feeding. You know, those kids can't do anything for themselves. Like, by the time you're four, you are potty trained, probably. Yeah. And you're playing. So, okay, so... I go to the loft and I, I rant to my students because they're adults. And one of them is like, check Glendale school system. They have subsidized kin- uh, preschool if you fall under the threshold of the income. Yeah. But I'm scared that we don't because Asa makes a, a good salary. But we're cash, we're, we're house poor. We're like, we're, we're paying for a mortgage and rent right now. Right. Do you think that they would know that you're together so this is the question (laughs) it's kind of scandalous for me to say that out loud but I'm serious so I know and I thought about that because we're not technically married and and Asa just like not down with that yeah yeah so which is fine so here's here's the deal basically our house is almost done being being renovated. Ace is going back next weekend to finish sealing the floors. And after he seals the, the sanded floors, I'm going to go, we're going to go in a month, furnish the house and we're ready. Like the doors are, the new locks are in. We're putting up blinds. Like we're there. Yeah. So by, by next year, by 2024, we can expect some income to at least pay for the mortgage over there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to talk about two rackets. Number one, so it's not just L.A. because I feel like rent is going up all over the country. Yeah. So we looked at an apartment in Burbank this week because we want to move in the next year. Yeah. Oh, my God, Kelly. $2,200. And it had, it was, it, it was like, the size was okay. Two bedroom, two bath. It was in like one of these one of these apartments that's like a not a duplex but a fourplex, so four units in one building, but it has the feel of a house. Yeah. Because you have a porch outside and you just walk out into the street, you know. 
that wasn't my problem. The, the storage was a huge problem. There was barely any storage and we wouldn't know where, you know, there would be no place that we'd have to get an extra storage unit probably because there's like two small closets in this apartment. The biggest problem is that the market right now is just so unbalanced. Like there's no, like the prices are going up. So like the stuff that is in our budget or what we want to pay, um, like it's just ridiculous, Kelly. These are slumlords. Like yeah. we went in and there's dead flies everywhere. Yeah. There's, there were flies all over that apartment, remember? And then the biggest thing was the window, there was a huge crack and I could almost put my finger through it. That's how big it was. I was like, you guys put this on the market and didn't bother to fix a obviously broken window. Right. And just vacuum. Yeah, that's crazy. That means like, what does that reflect on how it's going to get fixed if there's a problem yeah. later? Right. That's crazy. And, and me and Ace were like, oh my God, like technically this place could be nice, but like we're scared. Yeah. We're scared of, of the management company. We're scared of the owner. If this is how they present it at like, I think way too much for what they presented. Like it should have been yeah. 2000 a month, yeah. but because it, it's literally the only two bedroom, two bath that size in, in Burbank, the city of Burbank on Zillow. So do you think, like, can you imagine if you weren't with Asa and you were like, first, first of all, I wouldn't be able to get an apartment. I wouldn't be able to get an apartment because I don't have a regular job and I wouldn't be able to get a condo. I would have to live in the condo that I was in, which my parents had bought Yeah. for my entire life if I wanted to live here because there's no way I could get an apartment. Right. I couldn't get an apartment, Kelly. That's crazy. I know. California is so expensive. Yeah, but also, yeah. also the rest of the world is creeping up. Yes. I used to feel like that was really expensive, but what I've been hearing is like other cities, not as big as LA, rent is $2,000. Yeah, listen, I was, I was saying that, but I mean, and I know that New Albany is like a nicer area, but it's like $1,500 for a two bedroom. Yeah, I mean, that's not very far yeah. from what we're doing. You know what? Saying that though, you could rent a house, a four bedroom house, three bath basement for twenty two hundred in Newark. Yeah. Well, our house in Delaware, if we put it up for a lease, we will be putting it on the market for twenty five to twenty seven. Yeah. Hundred dollars. That tracks, and that house is you know twenty five hundred square feet and a huge, huge backyard, and yeah, you get the whole house. There's a basement. Everything. That makes sense too. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're not late and we're not, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's gonna be easier to not be late if you just let me finish. Because when me and Kelly are done, we're gonna put your closies on that she planned out for today. Oh, she I, planned she her get it, you get excited? Does she get excited for Sunday school? Oh my God. She's so ready to go to school. Yeah. Because yeah. this is her only school type thing. Yeah. A week. And it's like only once a week for two hours. So like, she's really excited. This is why I'm like putting, putting the research in because we want to get her in a good situation. Yeah. So, um, I know that some inflationary things have gone down. Like I can buy eggs again for two ninety nine. Yeah. At Trader Joe's. Yeah. I can get food for a regular amount of money. Yeah. 
the gas prices in LA specifically have rocketed up in the last two months, like rocketed anywhere from five to seven dollars a gallon. But on the East Coast, like Asa goes to the East Coast every other every month, and it's like three something in Delaware. Yeah. Um, so I think some things have come down, but certainly housing has not. Right. And, um, now there's, which is a big deal all across America is all the labor strikes. It is just like every day you hear about a new one, right? So, you know, labor is standing up for themselves. I'm really proud of that personally, because I'm, I'm in that cohort and, um, we're going to hopefully bring in somebody to talk about that from, a like an insider standpoint, so we can kind of get the skinny on that. Yeah. Also, I don't know if it's on you guys' radar, but Burning Man kind of went down in flames in a way this year because of rain, not because of fire. Crazy. I don't know. Is Burning Man something that, like, you had heard of? No. Okay, so Burning Man is just a huge... And it's partially because it's very close. It's in Nevada. But, like, Burning Man has been this thing that, like... People in California just in droves are so excited about. I have friends that have met their husbands at Burning Man. Uh, one of my students slash friends was there for a whole month because she is part of the team that builds it and breaks it down. Okay. And she's coming on the podcast. We're recording with her. We can't hear about this. So this is California life. I have to close the window because there's so much weed emanating from my neighbor. Yeah. That it's disgusting. By the way, you're not allowed to smoke anything here. Cigars, cigarettes, weed, everything. You can't smoke anything. So these people are breaking the rule anyway. In the apartment or like close to the apartment. Oh, yeah. sorry, Bean. Um, that's California life. We're almost done, Bean, because we got to go. Kelly, what are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Um, oh, I'm going to New York City this week. Oh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to see, uh, you know, I'm a Broadway play girl. So I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Are you going to see Beetlejuice? Oh, you already have. Last year, I'm seeing Six and Sweeney Todd. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. I know. I'm so excited. Mom, I want to watch Paw Patrol. You want to watch the Paw Patrol movie? Is that what you're excited about? So he's, she's excited for the Paw Patrol movie that comes out next weekend. We're all excited. Have fun at preschool, Sunday school. Say bye to Kelly here. Listen. Bye. 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 I love you. Have fun at Sunday school. Have fun too. Have fun too. By the way, Kelly, she said to me last night, when is Kelly visiting? I know. Why is Kelly not visiting? I do need to come visit. That would make me happy. My friends, thank you so much for being with us. As always, we appreciate you so much. Uh, opt into our newsletter. Become part of the Greener Grass family. You'll get all the good stuff from us via email. And please honor us with a five-star rating and a review. If you please, we'll love you forever. And if you think you'd be a great guest or if you know of one, please DM us on uh, at Grand Rev Creative on Instagram. We are bringing you guys content on our Instagram and we hope you enjoy it. And um, yeah, I hope you guys, you know, are great. We'll see you guys next time. This is Green Grass. Mm-hmm.